welcome back to Why This Film, the podcast where we reach back into your childhood, pluck out a movie, give it a rewatch, and have a chat about it. I'm Emily Slade, and welcome back. You watched it so many times before, and now you're gonna watch it again. But it's been so many years since you last saw it, and now you show it to your friends, and they're like, What? What am I watching? Why? What? Why? Why Why this film? And I'm joined today by Hannah. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me back. You are so welcome because (laughs) your chosen movie is 1995's Cutthroat Island. The IMDb breakdown. A female pirate and her companion race against their rivals to find a hidden island that contains a fabulous treasure. Why this film? This was literally the first film my mum shared with me that wasn't like a Disney kids film. Um, It came out three years after I was born. And like my mum, if you saw her back then, looks like Gina Davis, like spitting image, got the hair, the whole thing. She looks like the Pirate Queen. Um, And yeah, this was like one of the very, very first films she ever shared with me. So yeah, kind of obsessed. And I've watched it like twice in the last year because the last time I saw my mum, we were like, what was that film that you showed me when I was a kid? And it's like pirate queens and it's like awesome. And she was like, oh my God, Cutthroat Island. I forgot it existed. So we got to relive the whole thing. Yeah. Just, oh, I love it so much. That's so good. I didn't, I'd never even heard of this movie. Never even heard of it. And um, of course, the second you Google it, the first thing that comes up is everyone's like, this is the movie that killed the pirate genre until Pirates of the Caribbean resurrected in 2003. Uh, this movie sucks. This movie's really bad. This movie's terrible. And I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's Gina Davis right there. Yes. It's really not going to be as bad as you think it is. Exactly. And of course, it is nowhere near as bad as people say it is. Nowhere near. Thank no, you. It's not perfect, but it is not by any standards a bad film like not even roger ebert was like yes fine like yeah it's fine like it's fine it's fine it's fine and it's more than fine if you are oh god okay so this movie opens with gina davis putting her clothes back on mm-hmm. having just shagged some british lieutenant we then find out for, like, information. Yeah. He tries to hand her in. She's stolen the bullets from his gun because she knew that he knew who she was. And her line to him before the credits roll is, I took your balls. And then she summons this adorable monkey onto her shoulder and leaves. And that is so important to me because I don't think... I have ever, especially as a child in the 90s, never, ever, ever seen anything where the woman had so much control, liberation, that she was framed where the man should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She is the main character and there is very little, oh, I'm so surprised that this is happening because you have a vagina. (laughs) Oh, I'm confused because you're a woman. Oh, this is very exceptional work considering you're a girl. There's none of that. Like, that I clock, there's very little of people being like, a girl, it's a girl. Oh my God. Here she is. She's the captain of the fucking ship. Fucking deal with it. And they, they treat her like... A pirate. They treat her as a threat to their safety. They don't treat her like a woman who is subverting roles and stereotypes and sensibilities of the time. Even the guy that, like, comes into the narrative, who's sort of outside of that world, isn't like, oh my god, this is so insane, this is crazy. He just deals with it everyone Mm. just deals with it and that was so refreshing and it was so 
I nearly cried. <laughs> I nearly <laughs> cried in the first five minutes of this movie just because I'd seen a woman in an opening scene where for years I'd just seen Sean Connery, Dennis Quaid, Tom mm. Cruise, huge up like men just men men have that shot the way the ca- the way the camera looks at them the way that they're putting their trousers on in the opening the way that they leave the person behind it's always been men in that place and she was in that place and then she rides a fucking horse mm-hmm. and then she boots someone in the face and she single-handedly rows a fucking boat out to a ship and i was just like <sighs> very emotional yes it's that bit where they're like okay cool like we're gonna give you a shot you think you can go and get us a load of treasure we're gonna give you a shot and she takes her dagger throws it into the master of the ship and she's like any man here who thinks that you want to take over pull that out and come and get me and they're all like oh no (laughs) no we are not that crazy it's just kind of an accepted fact that she's a pirate She's gonna kick your ass if you come after her. And she's not just this fragile flower. It's like I was watching it just going, heck yes, 1995. We definitely needed Mm. this. I'm pretty pretty sure that's why my mum loves this film so much. And the fact that it just showed Mm -hmm. that, you know, women can. I think the the way that my mum pointed it out to me um, was, you know, if you ever doubt yourself or think you can't do something, come and watch this movie and look at everything that both Gina Davis and her character do. Because if you watch those stunts, some of which are insane, where she jumps out a window, oh rolls down a roof and lands in a carriage, that's Gina Davis yes, I'm doing that. Yes. I'm, I'm like, even Dave went bloody hell that's a great stunt i was like yeah but look at it it's actually her and my mom was like yeah Yeah, like absolutely yeah she did that you can do anything come back and watch this movie and like yeah she uses her sexuality to get herself places because she knows what she's got and she's comfortable with it and she absolutely doesn't mind having to get down and dirty with the boys having to flirt her way through a you know minefield and then kicking somebody's ass and chucking them in the ocean it's like damn if ever there was a woman who could it was morgan adams like Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like, I was really worried as well because uh, very early on, they're like, oh, the big pirate, Black Henry, it's her, his daughter. Like, she, and I was like, oh no, is she going to be like referred to as his daughter the whole mm. time? Nope. nope. Not a thing. Uh-uh. He's only in this movie to like make you care about her journey and the fact that it's her whole family it which is really cool so it's her dad dies at the very beginning of the movie and she's already a perfectly established pirate queen which again was so good because mm-hmm. they so easily could have made it where she had to step up to the mark and she wasn't quite ready and a man would have had to have trained her nope she's capable she's on it she's been in this world for all of her life and it's her uncle that kills her dad and then her other uncle that all three of them have a section of the map that leads to Cutthroat Island. And it's just a really great idea, a really great yes. premise to keep it like as this sort of family of pirates. Um, and it's really fun. It's it's long. And it, I did, it did get to a point where I was like, how is there 40 minutes left of this? <laughs> is this not the yeah. end? Um but it's it's fun. It is really, really fun. It's a great Sunday afternoon movie just to have in the background. And it's it's silly and it's cringy. But I think especially if I was a teenager, I'd have been like, oh, my God, this is the hottest movie ever. Like, yep. <laughs> it's just so cool. So it's it's so much fun. And it definitely, definitely walked so Pirates of the Caribbean could run. Every oh, beat of this yes. movie mm-hmm. mirrors what then Pirates of the Caribbean is. The only difference is that they put a twist on the genre. Yeah, like I put, I did a list of everything that's in this movie that then ended up in Pirates. And um, Dave was like, I think you're reaching. I don't think that's the, oh, they're in Port Royal. She's carrying a monkey. There's somebody in jail and they need to break him out in order to progress the story. And the music sounds like pirates. And oh, oh, okay. And the ending, they're thinking he's stuck under 
like he's stuck in the galley it's flooding with water then the ship explodes and then the guy that was on the side of the king's navy is now a pirate oh my god so yeah i like i made a list of everything like they've even got their own tortuga and like yeah it's different and yes it's it's flawed of course it is it's not a perfect movie but it's a really important movie not just for like when it came out but even now it's like damn like if you watch pirates of the caribbean i'm sat there the entire time just going bloody hell elizabeth shut up like no pull your skirts up and go and kick some ass stop moaning and go and prove to everyone that you're capable and then you've got morgan adams just being like yeah no i haven't got time to cry about this i've got shit to do i was like yeah it i think i wrote it takes elizabeth swan three movies to do what morgan adams is already doing in the opening credits and that's not anything against elizabeth swan but considering both of them are really like sorry zoe's um but really the only women in their movies Mm. um i know which one i'd look up to more and want to emulate i know which one i've dressed up to at a pirate themed evening yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly so it's funny you almost have to compare them because this movie is so often cited as the death of the genre until pirates of the caribbean resurrected it and the two sort of go hand in hand unfortunately even though they're only like a six years apart or 95 to 2003 that's not long it's not a long time no it's not like it died for 50 years (laughs) and then finally a disney ride was like oh we resurrected it (laughs) um it was like six years or something like it's insane But Morgan Adams is just not like any character I've ever come across before in the way that she's shot, framed, spoken about, talked to. I guess Ripley from Alien is the only equivalent. Yes. Famously was written as a man and then just cast as a woman. Mm. But Morgan Adams still feels like she was always written to be a woman and not because they make reference to her like womb or anything. Just because (laughs) they, they did. They wanted this to be a vehicle for Gina Davis to make her into an action star. And she is a bloody action star in this movie. She's a fucking star and she does so much action. And of course... I mean, fuck me. I read in uh, the IMDb trivia that what we were meant to get was a pirate movie with Gina Davis and Michelle Pfeiffer playing two female pirates as the leads. Mm -hmm. And they didn't let us have it because they didn't think female-led action movies would sell. And maybe they were right in the climate at the time. But, oh... Give me my Gina <laughs> Davis and Michelle Pfeiffer pirate Please, for the love of God. <laughs> we need it now. Like, um, we... I, I want an all-female pirate movie. Yes. I want Gina Davis back in a cameo role as like a pirate queen on a forgotten island. I want Michelle Pfeiffer in there. I want Kira Knightley in there as also some like pirate queen on a different island as like sort of homage cameos to their old pirate captain roles in cinema. I want an entirely fresh cast. Obviously, you'd have Margot Robbie in there, but I'd also want fucking oh god, I want I want an all female pirate movie. I want it. I want mm-hmm. it now. I want yeah. it right now, please. Thank you. I yeah, we should totally go make that. I've decided that's that's the first movie I'm ever gonna write is gonna be that. Yeah, like we were talking about it last night about movies around the time that had female leads, and the one we mentioned was Alien. And then um, Dave and I were talking about it, and I was like. But you don't really realise Ripley's the lead because, yeah, she's the voice of reason, but there are so many other characters. She's just the last woman standing. It's not until the second one that it's a Ripley-led movie. And then there were a couple of others that we mentioned and we were like, yeah, but again, it's not a woman-led movie. It's a movie with a woman in it that might happen to be the last woman standing. Yeah, or happen to inspire a whole genre like Alien um, or, you know, these creature features. But this one started out, this is her movie. It's not anybody else's. Like, I was reading some of the trivia. I think it was... 
Um, I've got a list of everyone they were going to cast as the um, Matt Modine character. Originally, they wanted Michael Douglas, but he came in and just went, I'll do it on two conditions. One, we start right away because I'm really busy. And two, you have to give me the exact same amount of screen time as Gina Davis or I'm not doing it. And it was her husband directing it and he went... Well, no, then. Like, no. no. Bye. Yeah. They went through on... Bye, Michael. Yeah, bye. bye. Did, did Have you heard all of the characters they went through for that role? Like, all of the actors? Oh, God, yeah. They basically went through Hollywood. Yeah. Like, Tom Cruise, Russell Crowe, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And all these men were clearly like, sorry, what? You want me to play second-hander to, to a female lead in an action movie? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> I don't know if that's the reason that all of these men turned this project down. Mm. And we know that, you know, lots of people turned The Matrix down as well. And, and it wasn't necessarily because it had a, a female lead. Um, we never know the reasons why these A-listers turn these projects down. They must get a million scripts through the door at once. But you cannot help but feel, considering Michael Douglas's excuse, mm-hmm. that a few of them might have also worried about their career or their, how they were perceived by audiences and that if they were to take this role, if that would impact their career their in manhood. any way. You don't, you don't know, but that's a common thought that a lot of actors have when they choose their projects, which is a real shame. And it goes back to this whole female-led movies don't make money. And so the fact that Cutthroat Island got made at mm-hmm. all... And it was really disheartening to read that Gina Davis lost faith in the project halfway through and really wanted, uh, wanted to quit as well. Um, well, you you really want to read the story where like Gina Davis was like this was her passion project yeah. and she was on board the whole time and she really thought she was breaking the glass ceiling. She was like, no, this sucks. I want out. You're like, oh, Gina, <laughs> babe, no, <laughs> yeah, it's so good though, Gina. Like you're so good and like you can kind of tell that her heart's not a hundred percent in it, but it doesn't matter because what she represents through it is so much bigger than the fact that the movie was a flop Mm. and the fact that the dialogue's a little clunky in places and the fact that the plot doesn't (laughs) make sense and like it goes beyond all of these trivial things and it should I mean I don't know I haven't looked into it but I imagine it must come up in conversation when we talk about female-led movies especially female-led genre movies not horror because again alien can be classed as a horror very often in horror the lead is a woman for whatever reason that's become a thing and also talking about alien that was the 70s Mm. this is 1995 that was the 70s i can't think of many genre movies that aren't romance or chick flicks that are led entirely by women and it's true this this side male character really is just that he's given the role of what the women usually would be given Mm. and it's not a small part it's not a boring part you know but it is the second one down it is the supporting character and again it was so refreshing to see that and it you know it wasn't Oh, the controversial decision of putting uh, Chris Hemsworth as the secretary in Ghost. <laughs> that, was, that was too oh, far. It yeah. was just that his character didn't do the cool things. Mm. He didn't rescue anyone. He didn't kill anyone. He was just there. He was her romantic lead. And he brought a couple of things to the plot. And that was that. That was his character. That was him. Yeah. What he reminded me of is the fifth Pirates when you've got that um, woman who's meant to be Barbosa's daughter, spoiler alert, and she's yeah. like, she's not a warrior, but she's the smart one and she brings brains to stuff and she works out that stars mean this and this is the map and he's not a warrior. He's the smart one and he comes along and realises that all of these numbers are latitude and longitude. These, this words, this sentence is actually numbers and he works out where the island is and that is basically his job. That and to, you know, look like a Carrie Elwes giveaway um oh yeah so much um but that's his job he doesn't then suddenly rescue morgan she rescues him she rescues her entire crew single-handedly and then yeah she breaks somebody's neck stabs someone else and she's like what are you all sitting down for let's fucking go and let's then retakes her go. ship and is like right everybody that mutinied get out get whilst the fuck out. yeah whilst also being 
like a genuinely good person. Like, yes, she's a pirate, yeah. but she's fair and disciplined, but she's not wishy-washy just because she's a girl. And yeah, it's it's that moment where she kicks ass, takes back her own ship. And then there's the, the Pirates of the Caribbean bit at the end where the two ships are fighting and, yeah, she swings across and, yeah, they're all, like, going ship to ship and everything's about to explode. And my favourite part of this entire movie is when she reveals this cannon, looks at her uncle Dog and goes, bad dog, and blows him away. It's... Oh, yeah. God. Yes. That... This. Oh, so good. He'd like beaten her up, yeah. and he was like, "Join me or die." And she was like, "Death first And she like ah. crashes through the ship. She picks up this like stick that's on fire. You know the kind. And he's like, oh, are you going to fight me with that stick? And she's like, no, I'm going to fight you with this. And like rips the sheet of a cannon. <laughs> and then his death rivals, finally someone to rival, rival um, darling Denethor of Gondor. <laughs> <laughs> the cannonball shoots him in the chest. Oh, my God. flies him through about three walls of the boat and then out into the ocean. <laughs> and it was glorious. Yes. So cheesy. And, like, <laughs> literally he'd said it and I turned to look at Dave's face and he was just there, like, yeah. dumbfounded. And then he started laughing. And he was yeah. like, "That did, did she actually just say bad dog as she blew yes, him out the back of a ship? I was like, yeah, she did. And he was like, Hell I'm not yeah, even mad did. at that. I'm not even mad at yeah. that. Like, okay, <laughs> love. <impressed>. Like, it's... <laughs> It's one of the cheesiest, craziest, fun times you can possibly have. It's like that bit at the beginning when they're riding in the carriage and there's this this funeral procession with this mouldy pope of some kind and they go charging through, the body goes everywhere. Next thing you know, oh there's God. a decapitated head rolling down the street. And, and it's skull, like, smashes yes. on the floor in front of the camera and it's this, like, <laughs> skull of this old, like, archbishop and yeah. you're like... It was then I just, when I first saw that, I was like, right, okay, you're not here to play. You're like, yeah, yeah. every single ridiculous, fun, silly, oh, I see what coming, what's coming kind of moment is in this movie. And yes. it literally doesn't stop. Like, it is a long movie. And there were probably a few bits they could have trimmed down to make it a little yep. bit snappier. But there, there is... A laugh a minute, a really like enjoyable time throughout it. Though, I mean, what their hatred with dead bodies is, I don't know, because later they blow up a load of coffins and more bodies go flying. So, like, I think that was a, good. Yeah, it's about two minutes before you see uh, Matthew Modine accidentally get hit on the head by a barrel. Um, there's like this like, big explosion and they're all running in slow motion and then, yeah, he gets hit in the head by a barrel and you can just see the look on his face of, I don't think that was meant to happen. Yeah, this is painful. Yeah, so they didn't Please reshoot any of that. that. They were just like, yes, that character Nailed now it. has a concussion. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. Just, we're rolling that with it. The, that's canon just, now. Yes, <laughs> just like Boy. the canon at the end of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've... it is. It's it's a lot of fun, and yes. I think it's a very very good movie. And I think within it, with a couple of moving some stuff around, mm. trimming some stuff down, there's an excellent movie. Yes, in yeah. there somewhere. They just needed to define things a little bit more, make me care more about a couple more people. Um, take take away some of the like flourishy characters, like why like. Pirates of the Caribbean do do it well where I know maybe it's because I've seen like three plus movies with these characters but <laughs> yeah. like I know who Gibbs is I know who Cotton is like I know I know the crew and I know their place and yeah. I know do you know what I mean whereas with her crew I was a bit like and I have only seen it once and I did stop watching it half an hour ago but <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I'm still a bit like oh, okay so you got him and him um, like, and it's historically accurate to have like so many people, mm. but for a film, I am like, right. So there's Trotter, who's that horrible Trotter. man from Flowers, and then there's the like Commodore Nor. Well, he's more like the Tom Hollander character, yes, than the yeah. Norrington character. Yes, yeah. Norrington is a good guy. Oh, I love him. This man R. is R. not R. a good guy. 
love, love RIP. Not even R.I.P. because, like, I just... Norrington is not dead. Oh, yeah, he survived. Yeah, he did. He made it. That was dumb. Yeah. That was dumb, and I hated it. Um, The treasure didn't really... Like, like they just sort of found it. Yeah. And then, like, some other stuff happened. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yep. Like, I'm I'm honestly wondering how they managed to get all of that treasure out of that cave up a single rope. I'll be honest right? about that. I was like, some of, some of this isn't going to attach to a rope, people. And you don't have yeah. any boxes. And oh, d- d- what? And then suddenly they finished. And I'm like, well, hang on a minute. How long yeah. was Shaw unconscious on that beach for? Three days? Interesting. Yeah, okay. Like, There's so ugh. much like random betrayal as well. Yes. I, I know. I get it. Pirates. But... By the end there, I was just annoyed. I was like, you have only betrayed us because the plot told you to. Yeah. Like, (laughs) there was no reason for you to do this. You just needed the British army to come back into the fucking story. So, fuck you. No. (laughs) Yeah, it was... That that John Reed character, like the author, was... I'm honestly not sure he was necessary um like he added a bit of a flourish i suppose but there were so many other ways that were less convoluted and would take a lot less screen time to get the british army the navy sorry where they needed to be and they seem to expect us to believe that a single pigeon during a massive storm was gonna be able to find its way i was like that's not even a homing pigeon that's just a freaking pigeon (laughs) like (laughs) no so yeah there are some characters and some bits that could have been trimmed down and I mean I can't other than Glasspool who is one of her psychics and Francis from Malcolm in the Middle yeah, yeah. and the guy with the spots like, you, you mean the guy from Dragonheart 2 A New Beginning? Yes I do, that is exactly <laughs> what I meant Yeah, <laughs> other that, was, than, that was his superior role Of course, <laughs> how dare I <laughs> Yeah, other than them and I can't even really remember all of their names like there's the guy that betrays her for no other reason uh, than he Blair will, was, Blair. Uh, like his name's like Scabby Blaine? or something like Scummy Scrapper or Scummy Scooby, Scraggy, something like that. Yeah, something piratey. Yeah, something the quintessentially. Man. Yes, Tattoo Man. He was like Blaine or Blake like, or something. Like, yeah, like Blair or Blaine. Blair, that was it, I think. Um, but Blaine. yeah, they're not. They're, they're not really well-rounded characters. Whereas if you took a couple of them out and changed a bit of the story, you'd have mm-hmm. well-rounded characters with little arcs. And actually, I think it probably would have been even better. Yeah, and this is the thing. We're not saying that the movie is bad. Like, Mm. I'm not taking that stand. I refuse to because it's not. It's just, um, like a lot of movies, it's it's also really fun for me to watch it and be like, ooh, if they'd have just done this and if they'd just done that. Mm. And you said, you used the word convoluted earlier, and I think that sums it up. There's a lot of things that happen in this movie that you're like, oh, boy. Like... (laughs) You could have cut that down a lot. You could have found a much easier way. You could have started somewhere else. Like I, I, I wanted, I wanted more about Cutthroat Island. I wanted almost a little prologue mm. of, and it's fucking. And I, I'm glad they didn't do it. And I, I hate this. And this is why I'm not a screenwriter for movies. And I'm glad they didn't do it. But they did need almost. And again, I'm almost stealing it from Pirates of the Caribbean. Her as a child with her dad, and he's like, Cutthroat Island is a big fucking deal. Yeah. And it's the title of this movie, and you need to care about it, and the audience needs to care about it. But when we finally got to, she like turns, someone's like, Captain, look. And she turns around and she goes, It's Cutthroat Island. And I was like, I've forgotten. Why do we want to get to Cutthroat Island? Why? <laughs> it's like the title of the movie. Yeah, like, what, what, why are the three brothers finally only now deciding they're going to murder yeah. each other and take the treasure? Like, yeah. what, why do, do you all have three <laughs> parts of a map and why do you have to scalp a man? And why is, like, in, why is his, why is his part of the map carved into a piece of ore yeah. and your part of the map is on the inside of your scalp? What are you on about, mate? Yeah. Why was that? 
the best. You were you were bald at the time, and you were like, put tattoo it on my head. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. I'm drunk. And um, Woo. I, it was a nice. Re- but then saying that, it was really fun, and I just think there could have been a better way to reveal and describe these things to mm. us because I think that's really cute how they all have different dogs part of the map needed to be much more interesting his was like a rag on a necklace bullshit like if his is if his is that he has to be scalped and his is like a piece of headboard from a bed or whatever it was yours needs to be something like equally kind of like gruesome and cool um like I don't know, like it's ke- your finger is kept on a necklace around yes. your neck and it's like rolled up into your finger in like... Oh, that would have been or great. Like song. Or, I don't know, like it just like, I don't know. Just Tattooed like, on his chest. With it. Just go a bit more out there. Um, because again, it was way too easy to steal. Mm. Like it, it felt like they were having so much fun doing all these little action sequences and then someone would be like, oh shit, we need to progress the plot. So they'd be like, uh... <laughs> I guess Shaw breaks into the shed that he's sleeping in and he steals his necklace and it's fine. Yeah. And then we can continue with the plot. And they're like, brilliant. And you're like, wait, what? Like, this man is meant to be, like, terrifying <laughs> and impossible to beat. And you've just snuck in, stolen his necklace, snuck out again. And now we can further yeah. the plot. Although saying that, in that scene, once he's stolen the necklace, what does finally waken Dog from his sl- slumber is a little tarantula crawling across his chest, which he grabs. And as he goes outside to, to vent his frustration about being stolen from, he crushes this spider in his hand and the blood like drips like streams onto the floor (laughs) and then he opens his hand to show us the crushed tarantula and it falls to the floor and I was so here for it I wanted more I wanted him to start like picking up snakes and biting their heads off. I don't know. It's just like, be evil! Come well, on. it's the bit earlier when they're in, like, the their version of Tortuga where he just grabs an eel and he's like, hey, I've got this eel and it's got teeth and I'm going to threaten you with this eel. Yeah, and it's like he threatens it with an eel! Yes. It's so dumb, but it works so well! <laughs> it's like, okay, so your brand of evil is either using creepy animals to threaten people or crushing creepy creepy animals cool now i know you're evil that is good thank you exactly it's like the equivalent of kicking a puppy (laughs) like it was so good and like obviously he's like threatening her with this eel and she's like it's as ugly as you and he's like i've got an eel and i'm not afraid to use it this movie is great this movie is so good It is honestly so much fun. Like, I mean, my mum and I watched it probably about, it must be six months ago now. And like, we got a takeaway and we got a bottle of wine and we were like, we're going to like totally relive a really important part of my childhood. And we were halfway through it and I was like, why does everybody say this is a bad movie? It's not a bad movie. Like, I know it lost a load, but that was a load of production like issues and bullshit. But it's not a bad movie. It's way better than the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my God, yeah. Way better than a load of other movies. Um, And it is important. um, And it's totally a film that I'm going to show my daughter. And if I have a boy, I'm going to be like, right, you watch up um, women's empowerment. It's like, I've got so much to thank my parents for. My dad is the one that showed me Practical Magic. Um, Yeah, yeah, my mum was the one was like, Right, sit down. Gina Davis is gonna it's like Gina rock your world. Yeah, I still can't get over every time I look at the Pirate Queen Morgan. I'm like, hey, look, it's my mum in the nineties. <laughs> Literally, like you can so cool. see my hair. I've got the blonde version yeah. of Gina Davis hair. Yeah, oh yeah. My God. I like it. Yeah, it's just get a group of you together. Get. So like wine drunk, yes. Like, get so drunk, and just enjoy it for what it is. Like 
it's nothing. It does, you know. Roger Ebert in his review was like, it doesn't stretch the genre. It doesn't. Cha- it doesn't do anything new with the genre. And I'm like, most movies don't. No. That's why we have genres, mm. like, because people tend to just stick within them. Like, it's it is what it is. Yeah. But I tell you what, it's not what it is because it's got a woman in a role that is always for a man mm-hmm. and it is done in a way where no attention is made for the fact that she's a woman yeah no attention is on the fact that she's a woman. Yeah. it doesn't change the plot that she's a woman yeah she just does what she's gonna do even the guy that betrays her doesn't betray her because he doesn't want to follow a woman he betrays yeah. her because either he wants to be in charge or they're sailing through this storm and he's a coward he's not like mm-hmm. you're a woman i ain't following no girl like get out there's none of that oh, it's not like that sudden fear of, of boobs that doesn't happen which is yeah. amazing and i'm totally here for it the, the thing i think like in that original review like i'm a huge lady yaga fan and i hated her recent album and dave just turned to me and he went one thing you need to remember is that you can't expect somebody to rewrite the wheel every single time they release something and i think that this is the case with this movie no it doesn't expand the genre but it has something to say that is really important and it's not everybody's cup of tea but it is a movie that shows you a heroine that you can totally get behind for one little girl and that is all it bloody well needed to do it didn't need to suddenly like rewrite the pirate genre i mean it technically did but it didn't need to it did what it needed to do and yeah it could get improved but absolutely i'm gonna go grab a bottle of wine and have an absolute hoot watching this movie it's so funny so ridiculous and so like oh my god i cannot believe that just happened it's yeah yeah. like it's crazy and like this is the thing and i don't want to get into it again but like male reviewers (gasps) being like i didn't like it and it's like oh why didn't you kiss it was a bad movie was it though because I know lots of people who really enjoyed it. They also happen to have not been men. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to say that, like, you hate this movie because you're not a woman. But, like, because gender is a social construct anyway. But, but it just, I've not seen anything like it. I've not seen a woman in this role before in my life. I've not seen she was like chris pratt at the beginning of guardians of the galaxy she was like james bond she was like Mm. she was like every male action hero and i've not seen one since no like this and i've and it's so important and you can't help that at the time people being like this is going to be a flop because female-led movies don't make money and then it's you know it's a self-fulfilling prophecy where then everything gets turned to shit and oh i don't know i'm really i'm finding it really hard to articulate because i'm just so mad but like i know exactly what you mean though like it's almost like you can't express what it means to be a 10-year-old girl who thinks their entire life is going to be what men or what somebody else tells you you can do. And then you see this woman acting in ways that you pretty much think Captain Kirk is the only person that acts in these ways. And that is the only character I can think of that does that. Like, yes, of course, sex happens in movies. But how many times do you see a woman being the one running out just being like, it was nice, thanks for the shag, and then jumping on a horse to go to her pirate ship? Like, I can't think of any other movies that are so like female empowering just to know that you don't have to conform to what you think you have to because every other movie has basically told you what you're supposed to do as a woman like exactly and it's as well it's the fact that there's no journey mm. to this point there's no 
build up to this point, she opens the movie <laughs> as a badass pirate person and she closes the movie as a badass pirate person. She doesn't retire to the nope. field. Because also, lest we forget, Miss Swan, the second she became king of the fucking pirates or whatever she becomes, she's then like, mm, I'm going to go ashore and have a baby now. My, which, again, is totally fine, but... How many movies have we seen where the women have mm -hmm. retired to go and have a baby? Mm -hmm. Whereas this one, she's like, I'll see you in my fucking cabin. We'll have a shag and then we'll go to Madagascar and get more treasure. And you're like, <sighs> like, like, I, like I could breathe watching this movie. Yes. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. She's just, she's just existing already as a strong, capable pirate. She remains as such. She will continue to be. And that's... Her gender is never called into question. Her gender is never becoming part of the plot. It's just... She's just a, she's just a person in a movie. Yes. Doing yeah. stuff. Like, I cannot stress enough. Like, I really want to know if anyone's listening, like, how you feel. Like, go away and watch it. And how does it make you feel? Or even just listening to what we're describing. Can you think of another example? Honestly, yeah. Like, she's just, there's ugh. no question about it. She doesn't have to, because Elizabeth Swan has adventure in her, but she has to first get, stuff happens to her, and then she has to grow mm -hmm. into a fighter. Morgan Adams is a fighter yeah. from day one. She stays a fighter. She will continue to be a fighter. And there's nothing like it. I no. was like, oh my God. God. I would honestly love if somebody could turn around and be like, actually, there's this. And I'll be like, fuck, I need to watch this. Brilliant. Absolutely, I need to watch this. And it's almost like this ridiculous, fun romp of a movie has no right to make me like question gender roles and be like, hell yes, I can do anything I want to. And it's... It was a flop of a movie that lost like eighty-eight million dollars or something ridiculous. That bankrupt the studio. Yeah, bankrupt the studio it. is honestly one of the most ridiculous things you will ever witness, and is also one of the greatest and most important movies I can think of. Because honestly, I cannot think of another movie where a woman is just living and being this pirate queen without ever anybody saying it's bad luck to have a woman on board nobody yeah, says that fuck nobody, nobody says, says that. that yeah nobody says that once in this nope. movie nobody even suggests it she's a woman on a pirate ship who happens to be their captain because she fucking earned it not just but because just her dad is. left her the ship she earned yeah. it and they all know she's tough enough to have this ship and it's like well exactly. yeah so what I'm a woman. Never, there's never no one like falls in love with her because she's so pretty. No one like no, none of the British officers are like, oh sir, a female pirate, surely this will be easy. There's none of that. And I know I keep stressing that and saying that over and over again. But I think I just waited with bated breath the whole time yeah. for that to happen. For this bullshit that I'm so used to hearing to appear for me to get mad at and it never came it never appeared and i was i finished the movie and i was like gina davis is queen of my heart yes yes she is it's that moment and this sounds like the most ridiculous thing to be like yeah but it's when they're fighting on the top of the carriage and the man from the king's navy punches her in the face no question yes. no qualms just punches her right in the face because she's yes. kicking his ass and i'm like yes absolutely i really noticed that as well every time she gets like hit like properly hit i was like I, this is so good. She's just being treated like an equal in a fight. Mm. No one's there going, is it okay to hit a woman? Oh, or like punches her and then is like, I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. I feel so bad. Because like, I feel like even in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, that would have happened. Like Elizabeth Swan never gets punched in the face. No. And it's not the tone of the movie for her to have been punched in the face. But, 
you know, in those movies, the women do a lot of slapping. They slap all the men that were unjust <laughs> to them, and that's the vengeance that they get. The vengeance that Morgan Adams get is that she shoots a fucking cannonball into the man that killed her dad. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. It's that bit where she's got a blade between her teeth and her arm wrapped around this um, anchor, and she's rising up onto the ship, and you're like, damn, that's a ship of people that are going to want to kill you like you're one person you're just one person and then she snaps her neck stabs a bloke and she's like right who's fucking with me and it's one of those no qualms no question she's doing what she needs to do she's not squeamish she's not going oh god i don't know if i can do this she's just there She's just existing and I love her. She never questions her own ability. She never is like, she, she, like, she get, like, if anything, you could argue that she's, you'd say robotic, but only because this is the inner misogyny in me that we're so used to women being emotional Mm. in this way. And if it was a man, you wouldn't question that he didn't just immediately get over the death of his father, who then he immediately had to scalp to get the treasure map (laughs) for the plot to start. She just does it. She deals with it. She deals with the death of her father. She scalps him. (laughs) She's just like, anyway, here's the scalp of my father. She's got a treasure map on it. Let's fucking go. And I love that as well that she is just like, like, well, it's in Latin, I can't read it, so let's go find someone who speaks Latin, I guess. And then, like, that's a really fun sequence where she's, like, bidding for the slave. <laughs> and, like, it's really fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just such, get wine drunk, watch it, and mm-hmm. feel so empowered yes. just from everything about her. And... Like, we've almost had to wait until Birds of Prey to get a similar thing. And even then, Harley Quinn is nothing like Morgan Adams. They're very different. Still both very, very good characters, but very, very different as well. And I just want a fucking all-female pirate movie. I'm going to write it, (laughs) and then I'm going to be like... Dear Nicole Kidman, I would like to cast you in my all-female pirate movie. Dear Judy Dent, I would like to cast you in my all-female pirate movie. Can I? Dear Gina Davis, please come out of retirement yes. for my all-female pirate movie. And here is Hannah, who's playing your daughter, because you look like her mum. There we go. See sorted. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I am. I am the pirate princess officially. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I would yes. so totally live for that. Yeah. It would just be so much fun. It would just be so good and and see if we can bring it back to its bring the genre back to its roots. Lindsay Ellis does a brilliant expose video of it's called Dead Genres Tell No Tales and she goes into the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise and how in order to resurrect the pirate genre successfully they did have to sort of mix it with essentially the horror genre and turn them into like walking zombies yeah and um ghost skeletons and it worked in their favor but there's still no denying that Pirates of the Caribbean is a pirates movie it's full of the little tropey tropes it's I mean it's full of fucking cutthroat islands (laughs) yeah it is Um, it really is I don't think people have anything wrong with the pirate genre I think it's really fun and I think it mixes fantasy and history in a way that people loved until Game of Thrones fucked it and I think there's an argument to be made for not a cutthroat island remake, but a, I don't know, like a, what am I going to call my island? Compass Island? I don't know now. <laughs> Skull <laughs> Island. Yeah. <laughs> Shinbone Island. There you go. <laughs> but it's great. I mean, one of the greatest pirates movies, pirate movies ever made, we've already discussed on this podcast, is Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, like, it's of so much course. fun. And yes. again, very few women in that thing. And obviously, there's no women. In, like, this movie does not pass the Bechdel test. Like, don't get us wrong. It's still 1995. Oh, yeah. Um, to compensate from having for having such a good woman in it, it was on the understanding that not a single other woman <laughs> is in this movie, except one who is homophobic. <laughs> yeah. No, there's two. There's two. There's the pathetic one to introduce William Shaw's character, who gets robbed from. Yes. And is ugly, and yeah. that's her. That's her character. She's ugly, mm-hmm. and she's she's stolen from. And then there's the prostitute in their tortuga that Gina Davis walks up to and looks her up and down and says, how much? 
implying her outfit, but she thinks she's implying that she wants to have sex with her. And this prostitute is like, I beg your pardon? It's like, oh no, (laughs) the thought of a lesbian. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not here in the 1600s when (laughs) Anne, Mary Reed and Anne Bonny, like (laughs) the two pirate lesbian queens were like rampant. (laughs) Yeah, this, this, this film would have to have two women having a conversation for the best girl test to even be like considered. But they, the, the closest thing is how much for your outfit that's literally it no yeah, other like a, women like interact three words and a one word answer yeah. yeah so i mean if that prostitute character has a name then it does pass the vector test yes they weren't talking about <laughs> um, a man that's actually very true that is actually very I true i don't think i don't think whore one counts <laughs> as <laughs> a thing um, and yeah, like, you know, no one ever really propositions Gina Davis for sex throughout this movie. No one really treats her like an object. And man, it was just so fucking emotional to watch mm. this character on screen. Like, for all your Michelle Rodriguez in your <sighs> various side characters, this truly was just amazing Mm. it's just amazing i feel like now is like my job to bring you female empowering movies like i cried at practical magic i cried (laughs) at cutthroat island what's your hat trick gonna be i honestly don't know what like female empowerment movie you bring to this podcast next season i have another one (laughs) i'll be like oh i've never seen it and then i'll be like i'm so empowered how have i never seen this you've changed my life <laughs> changed my entire life. I can tell you for a fact, if I had seen this movie when I was 14, Gina Davis as Morgan Adams would have been my profile picture for all of my social media accounts. Oh yeah. My AOL IM Daphne Blake would have been replaced by Morgan Adams. All of my pro boards accounts would have had Morgan Adams as uh, instead of Hermione Granger, like for a fact. Yeah. She would have been all over my socials. Every. <laughs> Back in- 2001. I remember there was like this big pirate party at the pub I worked at and I had I basically had a Gina Davis outfit and I was a brunette at the time and I rocked up thinking this was the coolest outfit everywhere ever and they were just like so who are you? I was like what do you the f- what do you fucking mean? Who am I? I'm Morgan Adams. And the amount of people that were like, I don't, I don't, don't get it. Cutthroat Island. Wrong. And they were like, oh, what? You mean that like really awful movie? Have you seen it? No. Well then. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. And it, I think it's such a shame that it's gone down in history as a bad movie. Mm. Um, as opposed to a brilliantly empowered character on screen that's been very important for... We- I mean, nothing fucking came of it. Like, don't get us wrong. Like, Morgan Adams didn't change the face of <laughs> cinema. And even if her movie had been a success, I still don't think she would have paved the way for female-led action movies no. or even just genre movies that aren't horror. Like, I don't think that would have happened quickly but um still but i do think that it's a shame that because the movie was such a flop and it shut down the studio the studio that also brought a showgirls which is a bad movie like that is a bad movie um such a bad movie yeah so i think it's a shame that her character's sort of been pushed under the carpet because of it I had no idea she existed. I had no idea at all. Mm. And she definitely walked so Elizabeth Swan could. Absolutely. God, yes. Jog, I guess. She doesn't really run, does she? (laughs) (laughs) She she, she builds up to running and then immediately stops running. Um, But yeah. Oh my God. Thank you so much. You are more than welcome. Like, I I think I was. Listening to my life. I was like a bottle of wine down when I messaged you and I was like, oh my God, Cutthroat <laughs> Island. Like, we have to do it. And you were like, I've never heard of this. Never, yeah. Never. And I literally just watched it with my mum. And I was like, you have to watch it. We have to do it. Like, it's pirates and it's a woman. And it's like, oh my God, we have to do it. And I'm so yeah, glad you enjoyed it. I find the original message because you. <laughs> You were like, it was like, uh, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> like, let's say it was like 2 a.m. <laughs> <You messaged me. laughs> I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here it is. 
it was just like, babe, just rewatch Cutthroat Island again and I want to go to court and argue its case till I die. Have you ever done it as an episode <laughs> slash would you need to get it out in the world? <laughs> that was what I sent you. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that's excited valid. I was. <laughs> and I was like, what is Cutthroat Island? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Yeah, that was... That was Oh, okay. It wasn't that bad. It was one o'clock in the afternoon, so it must have been the day after. I, yeah, I wasn't that wine drunk then. Apparently, <laughs> I was just enthusiastic. Yeah, rightly um, so. And then you were like, "It's Gina Davis. It's pirates." I was like, "Stop right there. I'm in." Yes, <laughs> I've you looked at her Gina outfit, Davis. and I'm I'm there. I'm sold. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. All you really oh, need man. is Gina Davis looking like a pirate queen and you're in. Surely. Her outfits. Her outfits are incredible. Yeah. Every single one. The one when there's like it's the storm and she's in that like big navy oh, jacket. That coat. And she's like like raising her sword and I'm just like, Yes, yes, Gina. <laughs> totally paving the way. Look, Look so at that jacket. Good. I love you. Yeah. So good. She's amazing. Even when um, she's dressed in a dress and kicking butt, I'm like, heck yes. I love yes. that like, she rips her skirt off and is just like in her bloomers yeah. as well. But like the top half is st- like, she's just practical. It just feels, even though it's completely insane, it's grounded in a reality. Mm. More so than Pirates of the Caribbean is with Elizabeth Swan dressing as like a boy. And then when she puts her dress on, suddenly her boobs grow three times <laughs> more than they were when the CGI boobs in Pirates of the Caribbean. But no CGI boobs here. Nope. That is just full-blown Gina Davis. Yeah, wearing a corset and bloomers, covered in knives and swords, kicking the butt off of a Navy man, who then decks her in the face because he realises how fucking dangerous this woman is. And then she, yeah, and then she, like, I think, hits him with a building. I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Yeah. 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 Almost definitely. That sounds like something she would do, to be fair. It's, oh... Um, but yeah, that's all of my notes. Do you have any more? Uh, let me have a look because I did. I wrote so many notes last night. Most of them were just me trying to prove to Dave that like it was totally Pirates of the Caribbean before Pirates of the Caribbean was cool. It is. And um, the only other thing I wrote was like they totally should have cast Carrie Elwes. Um, but you know, yeah, whatever. They should have done. I agree. They got a poor man's version instead he did no offense dude who i have no idea who you are matthew modine um i know the name and i'm sure he's done other stuff but yeah no. yeah and i i even googled him and i was like mm. <laughs> and they were yeah. like you may know him from this and i was like no i do have a fun fact apparently oliver reed was gonna play mordecai the other brother until mm-hmm. he actually did something very Mordecai-ish. Um, he got into a bar brawl and then tried to expose himself to Gina Davis whilst he was wasted. And then they were like, "Yeah, no, we're, we're not. We're not doing like actual pirates." So off you go. Yeah. And then you end yeah. up being that really random guy. And then there's space for alcoholics here, Mister. No. Goodbye. And then I've literally got a note that just says Gina Davis reminds me of my mum. <laughs> Aww. You're gonna have to send me a picture of your mum from the nineties if she gives her consent. Oh my so gosh! So I can like put yes. her side by side with Gina Davis. Yes. Um, and then lastly, it's just the um, bit of um, Latin that Shaw speaks to prove he speaks Latin. It's just you're a very beautiful woman. I'd like to wash your feet. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was really weird. It's like, you're a handsome man, but like, I don't know if don't I'm into touch that. Touch my feet. Nobody touches Ooh. my feet. Yeah. I barely touch my feet. feet no. Yeah. I, I, it sounds really like beautiful and romantic. And he's like, let me wash your feet. And so, okay, damn. <laughs> I think, like, and you can see in Gina Davis's face as well. She's like, oh, all right. Wait, what? <laughs> he speaks Latin. Oh, we'll weird. take him. <laughs> yeah. Say something Latin y. Yeah. <laughs> Latinish is what she tells him. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Like, honestly. You're going to have to rent it from Amazon Prime yes. if you want to abide by the law, but get yourself a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. get yourself down to Pirate Town with Gina Davis. And watch my mum in a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And watch this space for our all-pirate, all-female pirate. Absolutely. That is yeah. 100%. 
being written now. Calendar blocking it in. Yeah, every absolutely. Saturday. Write yeah. script. Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer's pirate movie. Yes. <laughs> Shinbone Yay. Island. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or something equally ridiculous. <laughs> comment, comment your suggestions for what we call this all-female pirate movie. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. This has been I like so overdue for somebody else to talk about this movie with me. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Totally. I want to now spread the good word. I'm now a member of the Church of Cutthroat Island. Yes. I want to knock on people's doors and be like, "Have you heard the good news? Gina Davis is in a movie and she's a woman and she's a pirate and that's that." Yeah, absolutely. Like, Get off my doorstep. And have like, you? No, <laughs> have you met our queen and savior? Here is a cardboard cutout of Gina Davis. As <laughs> Morgan Adams. Yes. Go. <laughs> Yay! I genuinely can't wait for you to bring your next movie on. Oh, um, I'm gonna have to have a good think. It's gonna have to be no something equally um, empowering. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it will be because your parents seem to have been good educators in cinema. They are great um, educators in cinema. Yeah, they really are. They really are. I'm gonna. I might even like pick this for Radio Suffolk and go on there to talk about it. To be like, shut up, everyone! Spread it's the good, good word. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And um, do you have anything to plug? Ooh, what do I have to plug? I mean, I'm still got my little art company, just Hannah Kate Paints making like little decorations and paintings and things um that's pretty much it at the moment like dave and i have a um, theater company which is gamory theater to go and follow us um but that's kind of in the background at the minute whilst we try and work out what's going on with covid and stuff um yeah, yeah it's pretty much just paintings at the minute go and buy a painting nice. why not maybe i'll do a pirate painting of gina davis <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> there we go done sold yes, please <laughs> that would be amazing hey thank you so much for coming on and thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time on why this film bye